0: hoping to buy that thing you just gotta have we're all buying stuff and hoping to buy more stuff in the future right and we're hoping to buy that stuff a car clothes memberships because it'll bring us something That something that it brings us must be happiness since money can buy us all those things it must mean that money equals happiness i mean why else would we be putting all that effort into finding a way to purchase these things sometimes really putting ourselves through stressful situations in order to to make that purchase happen sometimes people can get really mixed up when they see someone else in possession of something and that person looks really happy. So the assumption can be made that, oh, that person must be happy because of that blank that they own or bought, and that's why they're so happy. So there can be some confusion around that. A very interesting study in the US National Academy of Sciences, and the link is in the blog post. If you go to our website, www.freewithin.me forward slash blog, and look for this post, you will see the link to the study. Um, establishes a correlation between money and the following two critical aspects of your well-being. Number one, your emotional well-being, which is something and part of me, which is sometimes referred to as experienced happiness, is the emotional quality of your everyday experience based on the volume of feelings of joy, affection, stress, anger, etc. And number two, life evaluation, which refers to the thoughts you have about your life when you think about it. Long story short, the authors concluded that your experienced happiness does not improve beyond an annual income of $75,000. Basically, once you can meet your needs, you won't have as many stressful circumstances to address. My husband, surrendered seen both sides of this one. His experience was one of an abundant, stable early childhood until he was about 10 years old. And then it was the beginning of the end, so to speak. The great real estate crash of the 80s wiped out all of his family's assets and life savings. But it took a lot more than that too. Surrender likes to say that he was one hell of a surprise as his dad was 55 years old when Surinder was born. So by the time the market crashed and their family was wiped out, his dad was already past retirement and he just wasn't in a position to start over. Um, His family truly believed that financial security equaled happiness. So it completely changed, it completely changed Surrender's parents' personalities as he knew them. He regularly felt their fear and their sadness. Emotions that he had almost never seen in them previously. When they had money, he didn't see this. So for a child, it can be a moment when he drives a stake into the ground and establishes the belief that money equals happiness. However, one of surrender's favorite aphorisms is this. Correlation does not confirm causation. Basically, you shouldn't be too quick to conclude that you know what caused a particular outcome, especially especially when there are a lot of moving parts. So after initially coming to believe that a person can't be consistently happy unless he has money, Surrender started to doubt this as he watched other people react to challenges in their own unique way. For example, his friend's family experienced great financial loss also, but it was different they got back up and they started rebuilding. And while they were rebuilding, they still emitted happiness. They seemed to be doing well on that front. And then two different friends of his received cars for their respective birthdays. While one was over the moon after receiving the gift, the other was unhappy about the brand of the car same situation, just two different filters. Surrender noticed that his most affluent friend's family was generally unhappy, while the Mexican locals he met when on vacation there were poor, but happy. So by the time he finished his first university degree, he had seen enough to realize that the internal programming of a person was the only major influence dictating how generally happy that person was. Now, what about you? Maybe you can remember your parents seeming happy at the time of a purchase and feeling upset maybe when they were talking about something that they couldn't afford. It's not surprising that most of us in the Western world would absorb the belief that money is one of the primary means to happiness. But hey... Correlation does not confirm causation. So if it's not the money or that Chanel purse, then what is it? Humans are spiritually driven to grow. That growth often comes when we set a goal and then go about achieving it. It's possible that the end goal isn't what creates the happy feeling. Is it possible then that the journey, the gradual work toward the goal is what creates that feeling that stirs your soul? Why do you think so many people, after the initial high, become depressed after achieving a goal? Over the next few weeks, my goal is to give you the means to find happiness more consistently in your life. And there are three focal points that we're going to cover. Today, we're talking about your inner world versus the material world or your perception of what creates happiness. Next week, it's going to be your interaction with humans, love, trust, and faith. And then the week following, we're hoping to cover how you are habitu- how you habitually respond to your circumstances, carving out neural pathways that lead you to the promised land. By the way, when I use the term happy, I mean that place where your thoughts are pleasant due to the buoyant emotions such as joy and gratitude. I'm not talking about the stimulation you feel when you're buying something or post a perfect IG. That feeling comes from a different place. So look at it this way. If he, if what you're doing depends upon the reaction or admiration of other people, then it has nothing to do with real happiness unless you're creating an experience for them, right? Like it's a, an experience-based thing. But if the other person is impressed by your stuff and it makes you feel good, just remember that feel good is not happiness. So... It's simply an ego driven temporary affirmation of your self. It's temporary. That's why you're, you know, if you get stuck in that pattern of wanting to buy, to impress others, you'll consistently keep going because you, you need that affirmation over and over and over again. Right? Happiness is not something that is deserved or something that has to be earned. It's your natural state how much happiness you feel in your life is based solely on your habitual responses to life. I hope you can agree that it's clear that every person reacts differently to the exact same experience because your filters are different than my filters. Your past is different than mine. It's it's all comes into play when you're experiencing things from your perspective. So your reaction to something is precisely as unique as you are. Basically, your inner interpretation of the outer experience is totally unique to you. And wouldn't you rather react to life more like Mr. Happy? So anyway, most people are about as happy as they make their minds up to be. That's Abraham Lincoln whereas I think it's from Wayne's world where they call him Abraham Lincoln. And that just makes me laugh all on its own. So anyway, your inner experience, what's happening inside that brain of yours is key here. What dictates your inner experience? Well, that'd be your mind's programming. And what dictates your mind's programming? Well, that would be your habits. And that's what we'd like to help you change here. So, look, we're just talking about creating a new habit of happiness. And remember that your current habitual ways of responding to what's happening around you represent your current habits. So let's start the change. Let's start the process of making happy a habit. So to briefly summarize, number one, happiness is not driven by external conditions and it's not created outside of you. Number two, your consistent happiness depends on the quality of your inner life. So some tips for this sort of phase one of this transition to the habit of happy. Um, there's a few things here. So for the next seven days, all you need to do is make some observations. No judgment here, please do not judge yourself. The first goal is to become proficient at being aware your habitual way of responding to life. So first start off with social media. When you're on social media, what's the feeling in your gut? So just ask yourself, how do I feel when I'm here on looking at my social media feeds? And really let your gut answer that. Number two, when you're conversing with someone, which comments are negative in nature. So catch yourself when you're having that conversation with other people, just pay attention to the negative things that are coming out of you, like the comments, okay, or observations. Number three, when somebody upsets you over the next week, ask yourself, is it possible that I could react differently to this particular moment? And, you know, there's an old seek tradition that will say that's how I was raised and you know my parents were Sikh and they will say sometimes you need to be you need to soften in order to strengthen so sometimes when we are um, in interaction with other people we can if we soften we actually become stronger so try that out for this week and see if there's a, a way that you could react differently in particular moments of you know disarray and the last one When you're alone with your thoughts, which thoughts involve a feeling bad about the past and feelings of regret? So pay attention to when you're feeling in that regret uh, or despair over what you've been through um, before today. And just make note of it. It's all only about awareness. You don't need to do anything. And you definitely, definitely, definitely cannot judge yourself during this. It's simply awareness. Because when you become aware of something, then you can actually create change. But when you're not aware, it's very difficult to change any kind of habits. So that's week one of this series on happiness. Next week, we'll continue on. If you liked today's podcast, or if you have any questions or comments, head over to our website, post them there. And please don't forget to share. Happy Friday.